the player I'm going to get mad at you guys about, just so, you know, steal yourself. Failure. You take it very personally. You shame me, guys. You shame me. Uh-oh. Tell me why I'm wrong. So I'm just going with my heart over my head, because my head is stupid anyway. Prepare for total domination. Oh, that's just dumb, though. I've never been proven more wrong in my life so quickly and so dramatically. Recording. September 5th. 2023. I hope everybody remembered to pay their rent. It is the sixth podcast of the year. The New York Liberty have just defeated the Dallas Wings 94. I think it was 94 to 93, I believe, by one point. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're recording on a Tuesday instead of a Monday. So that's interesting. All right, we're going to get to it uh, for. Robococo, MJ Tolliver. Hi, guys. How you doing? Pretty good. It was a good night for the Chicago Skies playoff yeah. chances. So, yeah. Both of the things that happened that you probably wanted to happen. Yes, correct. Yeah. And now we just need the Liberty to do their thing. Do their thing. Um, and the links. Oh, are they next up for the Sparks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's, uh, who's next up for Chicago the problem is next up for Chicago is the Lynx than the Sun um, so we could beat the Lynx we have beat them before Yeah. Uh, the, sun the Sun could rest their starters Yeah. they don't have Kurt Miller at the helm anymore so maybe Stephanie will have some sense and you know want to rest yeah. have some sense AT and DB <laughs> um, yeah they're locked into that three spot I mean I guess they could take it easy now with yeah, no, they have nothing to play. It will be the last game of the season. They'll have absolutely mm -hmm. nothing to play for. But that doesn't mean Alyssa Thomas won't play 38 minutes for no reason. That's, you know, that is that Just is the reason to play. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to rack up those triple doubles. Keep racking them up. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. All right. Uh, in route to an MVP. <laughs> huh? I say in route to an MVP award. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> you know i gotta we, be chaotic we now. we're gonna we're gonna talk about this next week we will talk, discuss things like mvp awards and dpoy and all of that other nonsense that normally normal podcasts talk about we're gonna talk about the sixth player of the year award on this week's podcast we are getting more sixth player than you have ever seen from any podcast before i feel very confident in saying that we're gonna get deep into the nitty gritty but first uh we are going to talk about our bench players from the week and you know i always let you guys go first but uh i'm i'm riding these waves today because i'm i'm getting my sixth player out of the way and we all know who it is go for it <laughs> is alicia clark 16 points four six from three Plus 22 Ooh. against the Seattle Storm and also a 11 and 7, seven. against <laughs> the Washington Mystics. That is my choice for this week. I'm sure you guys have your choices and we will let you let you go here. Becky, who's your who's your pick this week? I'm going with Shug Sutton. There you go. 20 points. That Yar. may be a career high. Might be. Who knows? Feel like it is 20 points, five assists. Um, very strong showing yeah. from our girl Shug. Six to seven from the floor. Love to see it. That's true. 
Uh, yeah, three of three from three, too, by the way. Uh, and uh, you, Mr. Tolliver. Uh, I guess the only way to compete in this poll <laughs> is to go with Ty Harris. 18-2. I mean, yep, and a steal. those are basically the performances. I mean, uh, yeah, who else? Aaron McDonald had a 13 on 6-8 shooting against mm. some team or other. Who knows? Uh, Megan Gustafson had 10 points. Against yeah, somebody. <laughs> Ashley Jones. Uh, How about Ashley Jones? Against Connecticut. Nine uh, points. Three and three. How about that? The 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 wandering wandering daughter of the WNBA. Uh had a Maisha nice Hines Allen. Yeah. My girl Lee Meng. Yeah. Three of five, eleven points. Uh three of five from both. three. They were both versus LA too. Yeah. There you go. I... Rachel Bannum. Yeah, Rachel Bannum. Can we briefly 12. talk about how the Mystics could not beat the Sparks without NECA and how mad I am about this? <laughs> oh, we can talk about it. That, <laughs> how I, mad are you? <laughs> I was so mad. I recognize there were a lot of injuries and Christy Tolliver going down was very scary. Yeah, it's um, But the Sparks didn't have NECA and the Mystics couldn't pull the win for us. It's like, are you kidding me? Levon was the only person doing anything out there. I was so mad. I was so mad that Eric T was trying to ruin our playoff chances. That's uh, he probably has been listening to the pod and just said, yeah. you know what? I think this we'll just throw this game. Screw it. Yeah. Screw you, Robococo. I'll boop you right back. Ca- calling me a fail, son. <laughs> boop. I'm gonna fail so hard you fail too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Washington. I've I know everybody's like, oh, Washington, fully healthy. It's like Washington can't stay fully healthy for five minutes straight, first of yeah, all. Yeah, and EDD did not look healthy. and Yeah, and she doesn't look great not, For uh, is the other thing is, is yeah, there's that. Um, that's just, I just, I just, I'm not feeling it. Not feeling this team. But we'll, we'll talk about that when we get, come around to playoff time. In <laughs> the meantime. Okay, so we got our three. All right, we got our three. We're good. Uh, uh we're now going to talk about the sixth players of all the weeks of the year up until this point. And so your assignment, if you all remember, was to come up with your top 10 candidates. For... Top 10? Was it top a 10. chain number to choose, by the way? It was. <laughs> I, I was I was yeah. feeling that, and I was sitting there like, like uh, oh, my head was exploding. Because just like even like figuring out what do you prioritize, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like this. So when you think of, when you think of six player, you're not thinking of like MVP or something. You're like, okay, number one, how much are you playing first? And how much do we dock you if you're not playing as much as somebody else? Because every team has its own little, you know, uh, nuances. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's different environments and if you switched players then some of them wouldn't play as much and some of them would play more and some wouldn't get as much response they're yeah they're 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 all like their own little elements unto themselves right so how much are you playing how much are you doing is another thing like are you is there is the team like really relying on you are you a piece you know a cog in the system what do they need from you and are you supplying it? And number three, are you doing it well? Are you doing it efficiently? And like, how do we, these three things, it's like looking at a cube, right? 
And if you say like the how much are you playing is the height of the cube and how much are you doing? I mean, like, what is your role? How important is your role when you're on the floor is like you could say that's the the width. And then the depth is, are you doing it well? Are you doing it efficiently? And you look at each player and it's they're all very different sizes and trying to figure out like who has the most square footage <laughs> inside is is really difficult. It's really, really hard to figure out. And just like here, here's one example. And really the how much are you playing is kind of where I, I decided, all right, I have to do the cutoff here. Because uh, you can look at somebody like Emma Cannon. Emma Cannon is leading for everybody who's played at least uh, 19 games off the bench. She's leading in points per 100, 27.6 points per 100. She's leading in rebounds per 100 for players off the bench. And she's doing this with like a 576 or so, 575 true shooting percentage. So she's playing really well, but she's only playing 9.1 minutes a game. And like even in some recent games, she's, she gets like four minutes. So at this point, are you the sixth player or are you like the ninth player on the team? <laughs> so you can give her win ninth player of the year. But there are players who are not playing as well, you know, per possession, per minute, however you want to say, uh, but have like almost four times the amount of minutes that she does. She is 53rd in the league in bench minutes. So I had to like, if I was going to cut him off, I was like, all right, you got to play. I said you had to play at least 300 minutes, but everybody who I thought was a serious candidate has played around at least 350 or so was kind of where I put it and had to play more, you know, have to play more uh, games off the bench than you do starting is the role for the sixth player of the year award. So I kind of kept it to that. Uh, there are still like weird little wrinkles that are going on right now. And I don't quite know how to sort them out. I made a list. I'm not very confident in the order of this list at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask you guys a philosophical question. Okay. What is it that you want from a sixth player? And I'm going to start with you, Becky. What When, you, when I say, give me a, a picture of your ideal sixth player. What is it that you want? From them yeah what i'm looking for i think you described it well in that they have to have a role and a distinct role coming off the bench mm. like you can kind of predict why and when they're coming off the bench most of the time it's the first player off the bench there's the sixth mm. player right um that's playing at least some significant amount of minutes and has some significant amount of usage as well like they're really a part of the offense a part of the scheme i didn't spend much time looking at things like like you know points per 40 minutes like we're extrapolating <laughs> a you. lot you know at that point <laughs> right. where it's like okay you played eight minutes what if you did that five times in a row exactly that it's like okay well maybe <laughs> i'm not sure that's gonna <laughs> tell us that much um, right but yeah it's really about they have to have a defined role on the team. Um, it has to be, I really struggled with, I didn't go based on minutes. Well, I looked at minutes, um, but the number of games, like I struggled with some people who were around at around 20 games. There were a lot yeah. of kind of solid candidates around 20 games, but it didn't quite feel like if you're bouncing in and out of the starting lineup 
are you really the sixth player of the year or are you just a player that's good enough to start but doesn't always (laughs) so i Um, I had a talk with with uh uh, somebody about this um michael mcgee uh, on twitter who's a sky fan and uh, i said that I, i mentioned that i was looking only at their their stats off the bench and he had uh and he said well part of a bench player's job is to fill in in the starting lineup and i'm like that is a really good point um i'm still only looking at stuff off the bench because if you're the more you're playing starter minutes the better you're going to look anyway right and i don't think it's necessarily if you're talking sixth player of the year i don't think it's necessarily hey you got all this you know, you got this opportunity to play almost half your games as a starter. That shouldn't really impact on things, but it did Im- yeah, impact I my decision. At, I didn't look at anyone's starter. It was only okay. their bench production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yeah, I mean, I think I, I did at least say, okay, all right. If this player was coming in as a bench player and they had to play some minutes to start, then I didn't worry so much about how many games they played. A good example of that is Dierke Hamby. Dierke Hamby was always intended to be a bench player on the Sparks. She has had to start because NECA has been out or because Azure Stevens has been out. But she's a bench player who's had to play those minutes. I'm still only looking at her bench production, but I'm not docking her because she didn't play as much. She didn't play as many games. She's still a bench player to me. MJ, uh, give us your definition. What do you look for in, in a sixth player? I would say all the things you guys said, especially the role. Um, I would say, of course, having an impact on the floor when you do uh, come out there instead of just, you know, being a fill-in six-player type. Um, And I I specifically looked at, um, like, uh, of course, their output, their statistical output. I also looked at efficiency. I looked at uh, impact. And I also looked at wind shares a little bit like i have two i have two top 10 lists oh dear but (laughs) yeah i guess one of them we won't touch even though that's yeah leave that alone you can can, like tell them where they rank on the other top 10 list but we'll go by one because we're gonna go from 10 to one for each of us okay okay yeah so that's that's pretty much like pretty much everything you guys said but a little bit in the specifics like what you said you know you can't play nine minutes and you're kind of more of like a almost third stringer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, you gotta, you gotta have an impact. You have to come in and actually have a role or have had an increased role. Like someone who shall remain nameless until the oh, list wow. gets going. But All right. yeah. Yeah. Now, now, I'm, now so, I'm curious. Yeah. All right. Let me bring up my trusty notepad. Um, <laughs> you grab they're, getting rid of Word, they're getting rid of WordPad and I'm so mad about this because I like to have rich text format, but not open word up so I'm back sad. to paper that's about okay. to be as we get paper. started on this can we there were three players that i had like italicized because i wasn't sure Ooh, if all right. they counted okay and i would just i think to make it easier to compare lists okay i want to run through them because sure. they all had around 20 games so okay. sammy whitcomb do we consider yep. her a true six player candidate i did he played 21 games yeah. But she yeah. starts a fair amount. Uh, that is true. I did. 16. Yeah, Ooh. so it's, is Sammy on your list somewhere, MJ? Yeah, she is. Okay. And then what about Dierica? I know Snap mm-hmm. counted her. I counted her. I didn't. Okay. 
which is probably unfair because she only played one more game more than Sammy. Yeah, she played 20. Or started, the, anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, and then what about Jordan Horston, who had 19 games? Uh, well, th- this is a great place to start. Um, she's, she's like, not that different from Sammy. They're players that came in as bench players, and they eventually took over starting roles. And mm-hmm. it was kind of, you know, half-ish way. She's played 19 of 33, I think, for her. Mm-hmm. So even if, yeah. if she, like, even if she starts the rest of the way, which she probably will, uh, she's still going to finish over that line uh i did but she did not make my list oh i feel like all i didn't put any of these three on my list because they just felt like they didn't they weren't really six player enough (laughs) that's all right we know we're gonna we're gonna have some different criteria as far as this goes and and kind of i think yeah if i counted them i think they all probably would have made the list yeah. even though jordan horson's kind of an unusual one as a rookie but she really is putting up good production minutes off the bench and then right. they kept slotting her into the starting role so i don't know what to do with her okay. so i just didn't count them okay so let me let me start with with number 11 which is jordan horston <laughs> nice. I, I did i was i was um i i was like like debating it uh she is kind of low on on the number of minutes, she was the lowest that that I was seriously considering. I think uh, she has. Let me find it. Like 347 minutes, but there's a player uh, who's just right above two players who are right above that, and they both made my list. So I'm like, all right, I can't not consider her, even if it's just like, you know, she has 19 games and and somebody has 24 or whatever. Still the same amount of minutes. So I considered her, uh, and ev- inevitably I left her off. She does do a lot of good things. She is um, among bench players, 27th in, in points, 10th in rebounds. I think like eighth in offensive rebounds, first in steals. This is all per possession. Um, but also uh, she has like a dismal true shooting percentage off the bench and she's first in turnovers. Uh, so a lot of really, really good things and a lot of really you know, negative things too. And just comparing when I compared her to the 10 that did make it, I'm like, all right, you're, you're probably ranking lower for me. Uh, Still a a wonderful player. I would love to have Jordan Horston for the future of my franchise. I think she's going to be magnificent, but yeah, she didn't make it. Uh, So number 10, Uh, MJ, why don't we start with you? Who is your number 10? Um, Well, I'll just throw that. My number 11 was Christy Wallace. Okay, cool. From, from Indy, but my number ten is uh, Shook Sutton. Shook Sutton. Well, I will. I will make this go faster because my t- number ten is also Shook Sutton. But tell us about Shook. Okay. Well, my my breakdown was like, like the tops are the biggest, or I would say the the winning players or the players that are making like a, a bigger impact because they're filling in such a huge role. For like the top part of my list, the top seven, I should say, and the bottom three are well, you could say the bottom four almost, but the bottom three are like players that are doing well on their teams, but they are on losing teams, so they have probably a higher usage rate and yep. whatnot. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's another why thing to consider is it's like it's it's much harder to contribute to a winning team than it is to a non-playoff team, right? Cause I I would take her four point five assists and I would put her probably if I made this list off my bias it would have been she probably would have been top seven 
Okay. Probably top five, honestly. I'm I'm like around for sure top seven, but she wouldn't have been number ten. That's uh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh my my whole thing, like I said, she's she's she is playing a lot. She's doing a lot, but she's doing it at at a re- really kind of poor efficiency. Jordan Horson is one of the was one of the least efficient players in the game. That was the other thing I I didn't mention. Uh mm-hmm. Suga's not far off, unfortunately. And part of that is because, you know, you're playing on a bad team, people aren't finishing your plays as much, yada 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 yada. But uh mm-hmm. she she is not shooting well at all. Still, uh she's probably earned herself a, you know, a a um a rotation player spot going into next year. And that's yeah. not nothing. All right. Becky, who is your number 10? Number 10, I do have Christy Wallace. Hey. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Nice. I just, she didn't make my list, but go ahead. So go ahead and give her talk about her. I mean, she's really the kind of defensive spark plug, spark plug off the bench for Indy. So I really like her game in that way. She's not putting up any sort of crazy numbers um averaging 0.7 steals off the bench um but she's always good doing good stuff when she's in when you when she's in you notice her being in you know what i mean you notice her impact on the game she's one of those hustle players that's just getting in the way um she's irritating to play against uh yeah number 10 yeah i i think if i didn't include uh some of the players that you you left off uh for amount of games uh, she might have made my list as well I think so. I'm fully on board with that, knowing the qualifications. Uh, MJ, who is your number nine? My number nine is Megan Gustafson. Oh, yeah, she would have been higher. She would have been higher. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Becky, did she make your list? She did. She's number eight on my list. Oh, okay. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to share. We no spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, okay, we'll, we'll talk about her. We'll talk about her a little, a little down the line. Then, uh, who is your number nine, Becky? Uh, oh no, Olivia Johnson nice. Odona. That's my number yeah. twelve. She's the only player that has two double doubles off the bench, mm-hmm. and she's also the block leader of bench players. It's true. Yes, and and on my on my pie list, she's number four. On your Ooh. pie list, yeah, she has the, the, player... the the fourth biggest slice of pie. Yeah, the, uh, the <laughs> what is it? The player uh, player impact estimate. So, oh, but, all right, all right, all right. I made right. a list based on pie, but then I'm like, okay, let me make my list with the stuff, you know, not the bias list, but yeah, the pie <laughs> list is chaotic. It's very chaotic. <laughs> and and since I said Megan at nine, she's number one on the pie list. The the bias list is is a very K-pop thing to say, by the way. But uh, the pie list, you know, one. I just really want, I really want pie now. Uh-oh. I'll give it to you. I think you mentioned pie. I want some pie. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, she just missed mine as well. Uh, Her and Queen Eggbo uh, were two that that I kind of left off, but both are are really good bigs. Uh, I love that Queen as well. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, ONO is uh, just uh, probably given um, Connecticut like uh, exactly what they needed or what more than you could expect coming from that position especially with uh brianna jones going down uh, she uh just is able to to s- sit in there solidly uh she does if i remember right have a pretty decent uh true shooting percentage yeah 580 true shooting percentage she's she's making buckets probably not shooting much further than four or five feet from the rim you don't need to do that <laughs> you just need to <laughs> just make the shots that you have and and uh, be efficient as you can. 
So yeah, no complaints. O and O is quite good. Um, my number nine. This might surprise y'all. Uh oh. I'm second. Let me bring up my my spreadsheet real quick. Is a surprise? Is it a homer? Is it? No, nah, Alicia. Alicia no, can't be not, that no, low. Of course not. Oh, okay. Um, y'all are gonna you're gonna tell me I'm wrong, and I don't blame you. Um, uh oh. I have I have Marine Johan. Oh. At number nine. That's so wow, low, that low, but yeah, that's it does low. seem low, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just think that a lot of players, when I kind of just parse them out. We're doing a bit better. Uh, Marine has also kind of struggled as a playmaker this year. A little bit. Uh, which is unusual. Not what you expect for her. As a as an individual scorer, she's doing pretty well. Uh, 18.5 points per 100, a 557 true shooting percentage, and then on in addition to whatever the heck she had tonight, because <laughs> it wasn't through tonight's stats. Um, but yeah, the defense... The kind of odd net rating, she's in the negative for being on for being on the, the New York Liberty. The lack of playmaking, which has, has kind of hurt New York at times. And uh, saying all this, of course, she's still a really, really good player. But I felt it was just enough to lower over the player's and I have placed ahead of her. It does seem really low, and I was really surprised when it all came out that that was how low it was for her. Uh, so moving on up. MJ, who do you have at number eight? Uh, oh, um, might be unpopular <laughs> with okay. you, but me and Becky probably <laughs> are on the same page or close. I put Sammy Wickham there. You know, because she's doing her thing, but she is on a losing team. She's on the bottom two teams, so she made that area of the list. So she's my number eight. Uh, did Sammy make your team, Becky? Your I didn't top think... 10. Oh, yeah, that's right. You left her out. Okay. Um, Let's talk about her a bit later. Who did you have at number eight, Becky? That's where I have Meg. That's where you have Meg. Okay. We're still getting to where I have Meg. <laughs> Uh oh, top five. <laughs> uh, number eight. This is also probably going to surprise you guys a bit. Drum roll. Yeah. Um. I and again, I, I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and repeat this over and over again. Is <laughs> I'm very very unclear as to how all these players should parse out. I have Kayla Thornton. What? I that know, low? That low. Well, I mean, it's like, first of all, everybody is close enough. I, I really had a hard time with this. I had a super harder than anything else that we've done uh, as oh. it was to place them. Uh, okay. the, the main difference with Kayla, we and I was like singing her praises, calling her the, the uh, you know, the, the sixth player of the year up to whatever week that we were talking about it. Uh, she is generally really great. This is the case of not being involved in the offense as much as she could be 12.9 per 100 is pretty low her shooting went down from from you know very high like 58 59 whatever it was true shooting percentage down to 566 which is still pretty good 
And then just on top of it, as as the season has gone on, they just haven't seemed to need her as much when I'm watching games. Um, but Nigel Laney has kind of taken over that defensive wing role and has been really, really marvelous at it. And it seems like they've felt less need to go for defense with Kayla Thornton. There was a time when I thought, oh, she's going to play. She's going to be in their five in their uh, five ending for offense and defense. And that just hasn't been the case. So they haven't needed her as much. They've locked up a little bit on defense. Uh, some of the, the, the weaker spots have not been quite as weak. And I think that Nyjah has just been their best defensive wing. She's taken over it. Uh, she's been the best in that regard. And so they just used her more on, on the defensive end. And she's been super devastatingly good offensively. Uh, just staying within herself. And, and she's been marvelous. So it's just kind of diminished what Kayla Thornton has been necessary for. Uh, she seems to be slightly less involved than she was at the start of the season. Still really damn good. I still have her eighth. That's why I have her there. I know, I know. I know you guys are, will get your chance to like tell me why I'm wrong when we get to where you have her on your list. Um, MJ, where, who do you have at number seven? Number Uh-oh. Okay, mm -hmm. time for chaos. Okay. I have Ari McDonald at number seven. Ooh. Oh. She did not make she did not make my list at all. Okay. Uh, uh, did she make your list at all? She did uh, not, but we are yeah, a very I would pro Ari McDonald households. So yeah, we were very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just not enough not enough minutes. And I don't know that she would have even playing at her normal level. Of course, she started off uh, like really poorly, but she's played better when she, she's come back. But to, give us your Ari McDonald. Why did Ari make your list? Um, well, because she she I don't know. I've seen that she's playing 20 some odd minutes a game right now, but I didn't know. Yep. I don't know if it's at three or 350, but um yeah and she's she's feeling that i don't know i guess a little bias did come into this pick because it was like okay well atlanta doesn't have a point guard oh well Ari mcdonald <laughs> you know what i mean so i threw her in there and also because uh the dream are in playoff position so that's why she made the bottom half okay of this list and she's also on the pie list too so surprisingly she made it yeah the, then the pie is like from the wnba uh website or, yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. the actual yeah so i yeah she's she's there surprisingly she's top 10 on it hmm. so yeah i gave her a little bit more consideration that's how she made seven okay uh becky yeah. who do you have at seven i have our girl shug shug sudden at seven. Oh, there you go all right uh you want to you want to give uh shug some praise here okay the team is terrible obviously but <laughs> she's like you know She's uh, was the assist leader off the bench, which I think means something and has consistently mm -hmm. played that role all season. Um, just had a 20 point game. I yeah. think she's doing something over there and I hope she gets to do something like that somewhere else next season. But I think she's she's earned herself. She's been a really good story of the season, too. Just someone For who sure. has was out of the league for a little bit and and. You know, you saw her on the training camp roster, like, is she going to make it? And here she is, you know, their sixth player. There you so. go. All right. Uh, my number seven is somebody who has already been brought up. Um, 
did not qualify for your list, Becky, but she qualified for mine. And that is Sammy Whitcomb. Uh, could rank higher. Uh, the the bad team thing doesn't necessarily bother me. She's only negative eight plus minus on the season. When you think about being on Seattle, that's actually pretty darn impressive. <laughs> yeah, because that's like she volume is, city. <laughs> uh, scoring over twenty points per per one hundred. She is has a true shooting percentage is not incredibly high, but she has also, I think, been playing at a position uh, and doing a pretty decent job. Uh, I I might have a lot to say about the way uh, uh, Dokic, that what everything that went down with her, and maybe that Sammy should maybe have not played quite as many minutes if you weren't really a threat to win anything and you have a younger player who was very, very promising. But uh, she did, and they played better, definitely played better uh, when she was in the lineup. Um, I, It was just the amount of time, which, of course, is what it came down to, is that she wound up taking over the position. I did dock her a little bit for that. All the way down to seventh. And... MJ, who is your number six? Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh, Reggie. I kind of want to do a coin toss, but I'm going to save it. Did you? I, I, I heard coins being tossed. Oh, yeah. Did you do oh, a yeah. coin toss? Yeah. No, I just dropped a quarter here. Just, you know, to kind of entertain. No, no, people. it doesn't mean anything. It's not toss. what you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to save it for my one and two. But I'm going to go ahead and put Maureen Johans right here. Okay. Because she has been uh, effective enough uh, for me. She helps. I know the playmaking thing is bad, but she helps spread the keep the floor spread. Um, and she's like crazy at moments. Like the, some of the off balance shots that she makes. And it's, it helps add to the devastation of her, Sabrina, and Brianna just shooting from wherever. You know what I mean? Like keeping yeah. that element of surprise or like keeping you off balance on defense. Like it, it she's a part of it. Cause I, sure. if you take her out of it, then it's like, you can kind of key in on uh, Brianna or and Sabrina a little bit more, but with her, it's like, Oh, they, we, they think, they think they're locking us up. Oh, Marine nine straight. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I threw her right there. She's, she's number six. She Makes was going to be a, a flip with the next person, but I won't do the, I won't do the coin for that. No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Becky, who you have at number six? Six, I have Kayla Thornton. All right. Um, I was also expecting her to have be higher on this list, um, when we started the season because they were yeah. relying on her a lot, and it just seems like once the starters gelled better and got their their shit together, uh, yep. they needed. Kayla less um and so and her numbers are uh offensive numbers are, are like low if you just yep. looked at the stats you, you would be like why is Kayla Thornton even on this list if you just looked at kind of the, the initial like you know who's leading in different categories but of course mm -hmm. you know if you watch the game you see what she brings on the defensive end and um her shooting has been um pretty solid when they when they need it she'll be in that she'll get that corner three for you um but yeah uh if the liberty were a little worse she'd probably have a much better case but unfortunately they've just been too good to need her as much 
um, yep. as it did starting the season. So. It's all different contexts. That's what it comes down to. All right. Uh, my number six is somebody that we have all been discussing to some degree. Oh, wait. I may, I may change my mind on this. Give me just a second here. Okay, uh -oh. actually, <laughs> uh -oh. I'm telling you, it's fluid right now. I'm just going going through it and going, um, hmm, this person or that person. <laughs> oh, all right. And uh -oh. I'm going to pull, I'm going to do an audible here. Uh -oh. uh, my number six is Dierica Hamby. Oh. Uh, I think Dierica, Dierica's not shooting well. True shooting percentage of 505. Uh, but I think there is a case to be made that she might be the most impactful defender of any bench player that we're going to talk about. Uh, NECA says that she is the the team's best room protector. I don't know if that's true necessarily, but it does seem like she is crazy important. She also had, well, well, she had a great game for them tonight, but or a pretty decent scoring game at least, but she, she started. Um, yeah, uh, and the the amount of minutes she's played 414 minutes, which is higher than Sammy Whitcomb, for example. Uh, it is higher than Megan Gustafson, for example. Um, so I'm not too chuffed about how many minutes that she's played. Uh, she did come in as a bench player. She has had to fill in as a starter. Uh, she has just been really, really good in terms of she's kept her net rating in the positive, despite the team definitely not being that. Uh, so her her minutes have been good. They, they, she hasn't had to be carried. She's a good rebounder, runs the floor well. Just the shooting, she hasn't gotten the transition opportunity she did in Vegas, so the true shooting percentage is not as high as it could be. But I just think from a defensive standpoint, she has been like really, really good. Part of what has made their defense good, which led to their six-game winning streak and has kept them at least in within playoff reach still, despite... All of the injuries she has held up and stepped up and been a good player. So I am going with her for this number six spot. And back to MJ, who is your number five? Well, shout out to Becky. It's Dana Evans. Oh, dear. Number five? <laughs> Oh dear! I don't, I don't know why. I don't, oh my goodness! Yeah, that's a little bit of bias. Ooh. Actually, that's a bias. That's a bias pick because she's not even on the pie list. Wait, wait, no. Yes, she is. She's number eight on the pie. Okay, yeah. So Dana Evans at number five, and that's she was the first of the. That's why I was gonna coin flip her and Marine because Marine's on the winning team, but I kind of wanted to get a player in there that was like. I guess a little bit more important to what's going on with the team, you know, cause without her, like, you know, Chicago's missing a little bit, just a little bit more because they're already missing, you know, whatever they've been missing. Alana Smith has stepped up cause I actually considered her too, but she's played so much starting. So um, yeah, I, I don't know, Becky, you got me like <laughs> scrambling right now. <laughs> it's wild. Oh yeah, my goodness. So disrespect is loud and noted. Okay, <laughs> it's too low. It's too low. Uh, it is. Uh, well, apparently, apparently, it's too low. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! It. Oh my! Well, she, <laughs> just, there's no, there's no participation uh, trophies here. Um, <laughs> you're either you're either the best or you're first worst. 
All right, uh, Becky, who is who is your number five? Oh, this got salty in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number five is Dijonay Carrington. Oh, hey, wow. That's that seems low to me, but oh. go on. I think she's done great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she wasn't as good as my top four. So I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm happy to hear enough. your cases. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, there's there's like there's like there's a lot of ways to to look at this. Um, uh, my number five, finally, we are getting to her is Megan Gustafson. Megan Gustafson, nice is uh, in terms of in terms of raw, uh, you know, percentage numbers, she is third among players who have played at least 19 games off the bench, 25.4 points per 100. Uh, in terms of rebounds, I think she's something like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth. Pretty darn good. She has a 647 true shooting percentage. Uh, this is this is what you want as a big off the bench. You can quibble about her defense. Uh, her net rating is a negative. 6.6, which is not necessarily great, but pretty much right in line with how bad Phoenix is, I think. Just a high percentage player. Uh, another really great success story this year. A player who has been on the fringe and has probably cemented herself as a um, as a uh, solid rotation player in the league. Uh, her numbers look are kind of a little wonky because she started off like deep bench, not getting any minutes at all, and then they started to creep up uh, when because she was playing a lot better. And then her, that kind of cut off. Brittany Grinder went out for a few games. She had to start. So it doesn't look good. She's like 13 minutes per game. But I think that her impact has been a little better than that, uh, especially in recent games where she has gotten to play quite a bit. And she's usually playing pretty darn well. So Meg, number five on the snap list. MJ, who is your number four? Um... Mm -hmm. Alicia Clark. You know what? I hate you too. This is <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm go gonna on. I'm gonna leave the Zoom now because I've offended <laughs> both of you. Wow. Now I'm regretting starting an hour late. We could just Becky and I could have just handled this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could have well, given me your list and I could have thrown it in the trash where it belongs. But go on, no, Alicia Clark. Why why number four? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> I'm scrabbling again. Um, well, I put Alicia there because I mean she's on a juggernaut team. Like, no, yeah. they're not a super team, but they are a juggernaut. For so, sure. um, and but she she comes in and does key things. You know, she does have a role where if she wasn't there, it would be so much more like stressful for them, especially after losing Candace. Um. And I just think that it would be much harder for them to get a lot of wins. Like she comes in, she makes uh, very timely shots and uh, a lot of key plays too to keep things kind of going the way that they've been going. So, yeah, I put her up up that high at, at four. Okay. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Becky, who is your number four? Number four is Maureen Johannes for me. Okay. Um, nice. I debated where to pick her because she's, it's one of those things where it's just like the ceiling is so high that her bright spots are some of the brightest spots of anyone on this list. 
Um, and then some games, it, she disappears a little bit. Um, but I, I just wanted to reward that she, she's been a player that's shown up in really big moments. Uh, my girlfriend is very positive. She should have been the MVP of the commissioner's cup. Hey, um, her and I are right on the same page. <laughs> in that. Um, and you know, she's got her role is to come in and add a little chaos to the mix, add a little fire there. Um, so yeah, I, I have her at four. There you go. I, I'm still unsure of where everybody should rank. Oh gosh. Uh, uh -oh. Right. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm debating. I'm like literally uh -oh. doing this on the fly. I kind of know shuffling. where <laughs> I'm shuffling. He's I'm really, shuffling. really shuffling. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I think, ah, crap. All right. Yeah. I think, I think uh, I'm, I'm going to do this this way. All right. Number four for me. Mm. Could rank higher. Back to the, the only thing I think is really holding her back is maybe the minutes, just just not as much compared to everybody else. But might be the best per minute player off the bench. That's Kalani Brown. The Dallas Wings. Okay. All right. Uh, Kalani Brown's true shooting percentage is 70.6%. She is by far the best offensive rebounder. She's like one, two, three, four, five, sixth in points. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, five. What is it? Uh, besides our girl, Maddie Segrist, who is defensive rebounding dynamo. Maddie, uh, but doesn't play nearly, didn't play nearly enough minutes to to qualify for this. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, averaging five rebounds per hundred possessions, um, uh, twelve point one overall, two two blocks. Just she makes she she makes her shots. Uh, she is at the very least a a you know solid rim presence. Somebody who who will make you think twice. I honestly think she's outplayed Tira at certain points this season. I I understand why they're going with Tira, but just Kalani Brown has done her job. She is another great success story. Somebody who went from not being able to stick on a roster and now like you have to, somebody's going to take a chance on her. Uh, that plus minus sucks, especially for Dallas. Something to think about. Maybe something we're missing here, but yeah, uh, she also, uh, gets to the line a lot. She puts a lot of pressure on on the the defense. Um yeah, I, I think she's a candidate also for perhaps the best per minute player. She just hasn't played as many. She's like for the remaining three who are above her, they've played they've all played a lot more minutes. And there are arguments for each of them as well to finish number one. That's my number four. Kalani Brown. And MJ, who is your number three? chaos <sighs> well i don't i don't even know who you have as the sixth player of the year at this point you've like knocked out all the main candidates <laughs> <laughs> this is about to get real chaotic um this is just the beginning the volcano okay. is is shaking oh um i i uh okay y'all know how much i was gushing over her last season i have <sighs> kayla thornton okay <laughs> Sure. 
as my number three. Uh, I'm glad somebody's here to to give her a ranking that will not get us canceled by the the New York media. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but she she played zero starts. She has zero starts. Yeah, and she does have a 12.9 player efficiency rating. So that's below I mean, average, though. I mean, the average is out to 15. Yeah, that's that. I don't. Yeah. I'm not holding that against her. First of all, like the the win shares player efficiency rating. Um, they're they're not good. I, I don't pay attention to them at all. But so she's I'm not holding her 12.9 against her. I mean, you 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 look at and see what she does, and and you can kind of you know yeah. look and see what she does on the court. I yeah, I mean, this is fine. I she could have easily ranked as high for me as well if I thought about it a different way. She she's number six on the pie. Okay, I'll just throw, I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> I gotta so back, up, back up my pick. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get a cherry pie. Uh oh. Yeah, I want to think about his pie now. All right. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Becky, who is your number three? My number three is Kalani Brown. Hey. I also noted nice. her 70% true shooting. Yeah. Her 1.5 offensive boards per game. And yes. she was one of two players to have a double double off the bench. Um, I, yeah, love what she's doing at Dallas. I, I don't, quite agree that she's outplaying Tierra. Um but I I think she think has at times be, is all I'm saying. Uh, terrifying that when Tierra McCowan comes out like her twin comes mm-hmm. in just be like just to terrorize you more. And her and her and Big T are like adorable together off the court. I I love them. I love watching every Dallas Wings okay. video um with them interacting. So cool. <sighs> also coming in off a hardship contract, Kalani. Love it. Yes. And she's an unrestricted free agent this offseason. All right. uh, Here is where I join um, MJ on the crap list because my number three is Dana Evans. Uh, Dana Evans is, when we say she's playing a lot, she's playing a lot. When we say she's doing a lot, she's doing a lot. She is very, very involved. And then when we, we get to the point of how well is she doing it, it's a thing with a lot of height and a lot of width but not as much depth as some other players uh she is i believe uh, or just behind sug in assist per 100 she's scoring a lot for 100 but like here's here's a comparison that i wound up crossing my my field of vision when i was going over and trying to figure all this stuff out i think you can make an argument that per minute Rachel Banham has been as good as Dana Evans. Oh, come on. I'm Uh-oh. serious about this. Just just hear okay. me out for a second. <laughs> All right. Per per possession scoring, Rachel's higher, 21.4 to 20.7. Assists, there's not that much difference between them. Uh Dana has seven per 100 possessions. Um, and Rachel has 6.1. Shooting, no contest. Um, uh, Rachel has been by far the more efficient player, 43% from three to Dana's 29.5, uh, true shooting percentage, um, basically the, the same in terms of that difference. Uh, Rachel's at 55.3, which is pretty decent. Uh, Dana's true shooting percentage is awful. She's below 500, 48.8. They're, they're 
big differences in terms of playmaking, even, you know, with the minor differences in assists. I think that that Dana is somebody who can actually, you know, run, pick and roll pretty effectively. I think uh, Rachel is more of a shooter and is the better defensive player. And Rachel has only played 13 minutes per game. And geez, if they're back, if anybody needs backcourt help, <laughs> it's it's the uh, the Minnesota Lynx. Why she hasn't she hasn't been able to get more time. That's why I then inevitably left her off. It's like, why are you only playing 13 minutes a game? when your point guards are Tiffany Mitchell and, and Lindsay Allen, like you can't get on. And the reason is, is that she's just not as much of a playmaker and she's not going to get as many minutes trying to back up, say like um, Kayla McBride, right. As a shooting guard. Plus she's a point guard sized shooter. So you need to play her with somebody bigger, et cetera, et cetera. Dana's the better player, but it was that kind of thing where I'm like going, Oh wow. If you compare them points, assist, true shooting, the thing that, you normally want your guards to be good at that Rachel Bannum looks like the better player. I didn't pick her, obviously. She's not in the top ten. But then you watch and a game and you realize Dana Evans is Dan the better player. Dana Evans is the better player. I agree with that. But she's also like if you don't look at it, don't look at it as a linear way. Like this player helps win more, this player, you know, doesn't help win as much. If you put Dana Evans on a team and say Dana Evans do the Dana Evans things. Uh, everything else being equal, she probably pushes you under 500. The shooting isn't better. And I thought about things like, well, what if she was on Las Vegas? Uh, what if she was on New York? How much how much time is she getting? How much room is she getting? You know, because at this point, there's there's like two players left. What if she was on Connecticut? Do her numbers, is her efficiency better? Does she even get as many assists if because since they they like running point point Alyssa? What is her role? What is she doing? I think that she's on the team that allows her to do the most. And it's not a very good team. Having said that, she does a lot. She's doing she is the most sixth player, <laughs> if you want to give that an award. She is the most. Uh, she does the most, she plays a lot, and she is probably has the biggest role of anybody that we're talking about. Just the efficiency is bad. And it's, you know, it's not so bad when you consider her playmaking and all of that, but it's still not great. It was enough for me to say, all right, this is this is as low as she falls. Because uh, I do think that she is vastly important. I just think that the other two players that are ahead of her are slightly better. That's where I'm at. That's it. All right, MJ, number <laughs> two for you. Uh oh. Uh, At least I didn't pick her fifth. All right, give uh, me that much. <laughs> hold on, let me <sighs> see here. He's rolling dice to see who it is. Ah. Uh... <laughs> okay, this is chaotic. Number two is DJNA Carrington. Okay. For obvious reasons. And I guess number two is fitting considering she does play with AT. So is is her output a product of AT? You know what I mean? And um I don't know. Like I don't need. I don't know what else to add because she she wasn't really my number two. <laughs> oh, she but, wasn't. You changed your mind. 
<laughs> I mean, the coin toss just determined that for me. But... <laughs> you literally flipped the coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. All right, so I mean, you can say these are basically tied for first because you, you had a hard time deciding between them. But go on, that's cool. I mean, but then my number one has some kind of upside over DeJanae as well. I don't even know who it is at this point. I'm trying to figure it out, but go on. It's fine. (laughs) DeJanae is number five on the pie. Okay. Um, But yeah, you know, I mean, she she had an uptick in minutes. She had an uptick in her role. She ended up uh, securing like a real role after Brianna went down. And, you know, she's been doing her thing ever since. She's been a, a key cog in what Connecticut does towards winning and she's also that high because they are still one of the top four teams so mm-hmm. that's why she's there for me yeah she's definitely the sixth uh sixth player um uh who is your number two becky my number two is alicia clark mm-hmm. um i think the race is between her and dana right yep. now personally um and obviously you know six percent true shooting incredible shooter I had Dana Evans ahead of her as a such a key and defined role on the sky. I would put it as a two-way race between her and Dana for six play. Yeah, it seems like it's headed that way. I think I think your girl's going to win. Uh, I think they're going to vote for her because of the numbers. Uh, and it's like if you go back and you look and see who's they don't like realize the... she's basically a Rachel Bannum who plays more. <laughs> I'm just just comparing the two, okay? Uh-oh. Just comparing the two and <laughs> shit, telling y'all what's up. I say I have Dana on the list. I don't have Rachel Bannum on the list. Should be enough. All right. Uh, number two uh, for me is Dijanae Carrington. Uh, Dijanae Carrington is scoring a whopping 23.7 points per 100 position. That is good for fourth in the league. Among players who play 300 minutes, is good for second behind our girl, Meg. Uh, she has played, she's playing a key role on a good team, 7.9 rebounds per 100, 3.4 assists, um, uh, a decent, not great, 5.0, what is it? Uh, hang on, let me find it real quick. 5.26, is, which is kind of meh, but a uh, really, really solid defender as well, wing defender, uh, shooting 40.4% off the bench. From three, her points, her per game numbers look a little low because she started off like playing like four minutes a game for the first four games or so. That really weird period where where uh, Stephanie wasn't using her hardly at all. I thought that was like really strange. Um, uh, yeah, I think I, I think these three, the, the top three, I, I I would not mind any any one of them winning. I think they all have their arguments. Um, but when it came down to efficiency, who's doing the most with what, uh, she was topped by my number one, who we all know is going to be Alicia Clark, but I'll talk about her when we get to her. Okay. MJ, number one on your list. Chaos? Chaos time. Let's go. Well, let me first say, adding to the, the DJNA Carrington uh, wave here, mm-hmm. she has a 14.5 player efficiency uh, rating. And she has 1.4 win shares, you know, okay. doing 8.1 points a game, 2.7 rebounds, 1.2 assists. Just showing my love to her because she was who I was considering number one. And okay. arguably also because she has zero games started along with Kayla. Yep. But now the sixth player of the year for MJ Tolliver. <laughs> Ooh, we chaos. The letter K, Kalani Brown. Hey, like it. 
Kalani. That's fun. Kal- yeah, yes. I think that's cool. She is, she is number two on the pie list behind Megan Gustafson. And okay, you know why I picked her above Megan and put her as number, or she's, you know, number one because she is also a, a very key piece for what Dallas is doing. Like I've seen the uh, box for them, like a few games, like they, the starters can all go double figures. Like they just recently did, I think against Indiana and you know, it's not enough Kalani maybe, and then they still lose. You know what I mean? So uh, did I say she has a, a 21 uh, point uh, player efficiency rating and she's tied. You did not say that, but yeah. Yes. 21.0 player efficiency rate. I think it's the highest okay. of what I looked up. Um, okay. She is tied for win shares top three with Alicia Clark, with Kia Stokes, surprisingly, who should have made something on this list. Maybe she. Uh, well, she, she is. She's that was at 18 games and she is definitely not going to got, come off the bench the rest of the way. So she was not. She's yeah. not even going to qualify. OK, so yeah, boom, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, why I left and, her out. She's she's up there in Winshire. She's tied for top, you know, number one with those th- with those other two. So I mean, hey, she's number one, and she's uh, what's over here? Seven point seven points a game, four point six rebounds, one assist. She has started five games, but that's it. Okay. And I had a star next for her next to her because she she was going to compete with DJNA. All right. All right. Becky, the floor is yours. Give us the Dana Evans sixth player of the year. <laughs> give us the, give us your victory. Speech, such a homer. Your, your pitch. Your, no, just, it's, she feels, I know she feels. She, she, you two Dana, are homers. Dana Evans, Dana Evans, if Dana Evans were playing uh, the Schenectady poltroons, she would still be sixth player of the year. I firmly believe that that um Becky firmly believes that it's not about the name for the uniform Thanks, that's on the nice front way to put it's it. on the uniform on the back I'm in the wrong too though <laughs> with the homer thing because I just picked the Dallas wing so oh yeah because you want to get back with your ex-girlfriend we oh know my god no <laughs> <laughs> you know your game Michael you can't can't fool me <laughs> oh, all right go, go ahead it, uh, Becky. Becky give us give us the uh the Dana Evans pitch She's leading in points off the bench. She's mm-hmm. number two in assists off the bench. When you go to fantasy points. Oh my gosh, it, not fantasy uh-oh. points. I always uh-oh. I always start with fantasy <laughs> points just to order my list to see like who's putting up numbers. She's uh, putting sure. up the most numbers. She <laughs> is. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, uh, apparently that's a bad thing. Um, she is uh, huge uh, in the second unit for the sky. She often um, plays down in the clutch minutes for the sky because that's the type of player she is when you need a big moment. Dana's there. She's also huge on the defensive end. You notice when Dana Evans gets in the game because she was doing a f- personal full court press every single time and really slowing down the other team's offense because they can't get into the rhythm because they have to deal with Dana for the whole length of the court. And gets those steals and that gets those deflections and disrupts things. She's a true six player. She's never meant to start. She's meant yep. to lead up their second unit. The gameplay changes for their second unit around Dana. Um, and she's knocking out of the park in the role. So there you go. That's why, I mean, I think her nice. or Alicia are likely going to win. Um, but I have Dana Evans as one. I think Dana's going to win. I think it usually comes down to the numbers. All right. Uh, here is my Alicia Clark reasoning. And I think if we were doing this a month ago, I might have had her second or third. But it's kind of the inverse of what's happened with Kayla Thornton. Since Candace Parker has gone down, 
so went down, they needed Alicia Moore. And she has become more and more integral to the team. Uh, I said when we, we hosted Miles, uh, we were talking about six players. And I just said that they the New York Liberty needed Kayla Thornton more than the Aces need Alicia Clark. Uh, now, I, I don't believe that's the case. Uh, they have needed Alicia, uh, over, especially over the this insane run of back-to-back, you know, every other day games that they've had to play. Uh, and she is probably part of their best lineup. Um, it used to it used to be with Kia Stokes, I think, w- would wind up being more important. I think now Alicia Clark with Asia Wilson and and the other three main starters is the is the ideal lineup for them. Uh, she is just remarkably efficient. We've talked about it. Uh, Six hundred true shooting percentage. The you can say that the numbers are low in terms of scoring and such, uh, and that's true. Scoring, rebounding, she's not filling up the stat sheets like a lot of other players. But where she does really contribute is on defense. She is one of the key defenders. She winds up having to defend um, the the lead point guards. She is probably the one who has to switch and cover primary scores more than anybody else uh, as long as they're not a center uh, then you know uh, it's it's you'll very likely see her when she's in the game um, covering them or being part of the switch that covers them and they usually maneuver her around to get her doing that uh, she causes lots of jump balls she causes lots of uh, frozen balls shot clock violations that kind of thing. She has been the primary defender on players like Brianna Stewart, uh, Jewel Lloyd, as recently as a game ago, Elena Deladon, the works. They they rely on Alicia for a lot of this defensive coverage and to, you know, take some pressure off of the other offensive players so they're not wearing themselves out. It's like only the, the quickest guards are the ones that she doesn't normally, you know, pick up on. She doesn't pick up on bigs, but... Yeah, she's crucial in that regard. And then, you know, what do you want out of a sixth player? You want your sixth player to complement your your other players, your starters, when they come, she comes in. She's perfect on this team. Part of that is just by design. That was what she's doing exactly what they paid her to do, which is everybody else handles the ball. She slips in, sits in the corner, waits for somebody to double off of her. Then they kick it out to her, and we know how she's doing. She's shooting uh, 39.3 from three, um, knocking them down. And she can go in and she can uh, uh, post up smaller players when it comes to that. Little cuts, little this and that. She is still one of the most efficient players when it comes to points above possession. When you look at individual plays, she's still up in the top uh, 20 uh, because she's just super duper efficient. She's doing what she needs to do. Um, really, honestly, I think any of these top four, you could make a really solid argument for. I think Kalani Brown might be the best per minute player. I think Dana Evans is, like I said, the most sixth player. She's doing the most. And you might want to reward that. This isn't an MVP. It's a sixth player of the year. So you might want to reward somebody who's just doing the most. I think Dijonet is a nice little combination of all these things. She's, you know, more efficient than Dana Evans and more active than Alicia Clark. So you can you can put her in this spot. Um, I pride, I like efficiency. I like players that, that fit in and complement, And that's just kind of where I'm always going to lead 
uh, and it's Lish for me. And she does play for my team, and I get to see her more, and I'm sure that influences my decision on it. The nice. way that watching, if I watch Dana Evans uh, live for 20 games, I would probably, I might lean towards her. I might notice all the little things that I don't notice on TV uh, the way Becky does. I might lean towards her. It's really close. I'm not going to be mad uh, if any of these players win. So just going to throw that out there. But it was cool. I like talking about this stuff. I like that we got dove deep into the sixth player discussion and talked about a bunch of good players and made our cases for each of them. This was especially fun. Uh, do we have any final thoughts, MJ? Well, <laughs> everybody just enjoy the fall that's coming because it's coming. You're ready to go to the apple orchard or buy yourself a candle. Buy your, buy, fellas, go to go to bath somebody works and buy your girl a candle and some bath salts uh, i am quickly juicing up all the summer fruit that i can so i can yeah. preserve it that is that is what i'm doing right now yeah, uh, uh becky what, <laughs> any I'm final thoughts? candles over here that's it there you go uh i i do not have any thoughts okay great no thinking <laughs> uh no thinking becky enjoy your your week off <laughs> yeah Between yeah games. i'm in vacation mode so your vacation mode just yeah that's it have fun enjoy it MJ, uh, have a good one. Uh, I don't know if the season ends. I haven't haven't looked at the schedule to see if it ends before next week. If it is, then we're going to start doing playoff preview and regular season awards and all of that stuff. I'm sure we're going to talk about something related to that uh, somehow uh, when it comes to next week. But I figured this was the only week we would get to really dig into the sixth player. Uh, so I'm glad we did it. Uh, and that's been it uh, for the sixth podcast of the year. Uh, Robococo, MJ Tolliver, I am Snap Wilson. You all be good to each other out, de out there, out there, uh, okay. and enjoy the rest of the season. Um, I hope your team happy with your team's performance and or draft position when it comes to it. And that's it. Uh, yeah, just just be good to each other, and you know, don't signal boost idiots, and listen to our pot. Peace hey. out. Peace out. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>